Well, it's tax time, and like everyone else, you got to file your taxes. And if you're a reseller, there's so many things and questions that you're going to have as far as sourcing, uh, mileage, what deductions can I can and not take. So that's what we're here to do here at Adam Up Accounting. If you got questions or looking to get your tax return filed, go ahead and reach out to us. Go to the website, adamupaccounting.com. You can reach out to us here on the podcast at Death Piles and Taxes. We'd love to help you out put you in the right directions, take care of your taxes so that you can feel with some reassurance that uh, your taxes are getting taken care of properly. So there you go. Look forward to tax time and hope we can help you out. Mr. D-Roy, I hear you are a busy, busy man. We always are. I don't think there's ever been a week where we came in and we were like, well, not much was happening. Maybe our sales weren't going like we wanted or maybe, uh, you know, different things like that. But in life, I think I think two things are for certain in life, Adam. That's oh. me and you keep pretty busy. Oh, yeah, especially this time of year. So uh, people have been asking about the PSA update. The PSA uh, update. The PSA update. I'm going to give the full story, full disclaimer. However, I'm not using the exact names because of how things were resolved, but I'll, I think you can figure it out for yourself if you need to. If you need any, any uh, advice, you can email me directly and I'll give you names. Well, we're not talking about the, the car situation. We're oh, talking the PSA. about oh, the PSA. Was, what's the PSA update? Well, so those of you who are new first-time listeners, we appreciate you coming on. I thought I had everything stuff. figured out, ready to roll, and then you come right out of left field. Well, I mean, I hope the problem is, is you're so excited about your new ownership and companies that you're picking up. New acquisitions. <laughs> Derek's got a, a, a non-disclosure on his settlement amount he's about ready to get. Those of you who are new, you got to listen to last week's episode. Derek had a little uh, run-in with the uh, insurance company. I thought that was, we were following up on that story. What's the we, PSA? We will. We PSA. Will. Let's go. Need, needless to say, uh, we'll get into that story here in a minute, but Derek's, Derek's taxes are going to get a lot more complicated this 2020 year with uh, all the new income he's going to be getting. Thousands of dollars. <clears throat> Tens of hundreds of dollars. Tens of hundreds, yes. So, no, the, the PSA update. Like I said, we sell a lot of stuff online. We've really kind of uh, honed in on the cards, tickets, um, of all kinds of events. D-Roy, he's a big fan of uh, Elvis. Um, I'm a big fan of the uh, peanut butter and banana and bacon sandwich. Apparently that was an Elvis go-to, so that's one of my faves. Have you ever had one of those? Oh, absolutely. I, I have peanut butter, banana, and honey. You know, uh, you said ba bacon. Well, I can't afford the bacon right now. Bacon's up oh, to like sixteen dollars. Well, you don't have an Elvis budget, obviously. I do not have an Elvis budget. There's nothing in Graceland I can afford. Elvis Pelvis. <laughs> yes, that's uh, your nickname in high school, I believe. Um, well, it wasn't the fifties. Huh? So, we, like I said, we sell tickets. We sell uh, pretty much anything we can sell. That's what Derek was uh, dabbled in: chlorine, uh, mason jars. Um, Slightly used uh, undergarments. I mean, he'll sell it just about. That's anything. true. All that's true. <laughs> um, 
oils, oil lids. I mean, don't be giving out all my secrets I, now. It's I, getting more competitive. It is getting a little competitive, but so we really honed in on on cards. And year and a half ago, two years ago, we were talking um, pre cards. We we were in the game before the game got big. And uh, one of the ones that I thought was a great investment was soccer cards. This was, uh, you know, some planning. World Cup coming up here this year in, in just a couple months. And I sent off the, uh, I did some research. Uh, keep in mind, I didn't know anything about soccer. I knew you'd take the little, uh, the, the puck and you kicked it in the goal. Isn't that what you do, right? You You're always, the soccer guy, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm more of an Oilers man, not a soccer fan. But <laughs> if, if there's money to be made, I will go at it. So all I did was I looked up the top uh, 50 players in World Cup history, and I thought, wow, this is a great idea. And I just got online and started buying some really cheap, old vintage cards. We're, we're talking, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s. And today, the superstation of... Uh... <laughs> 101.5. Um, so, I, we, you know, I got into that. We had our buddy Bill from Collect Football. Um, he came on the show, kind of gave us some more tips. But I sent off all these cards to PSA, and they came back about two, maybe three months ago. But they came back with what's called the Newton Ring. D-Roy, are you familiar with what the Newton Ring is? Well, we've talked about it. Yes, I, it's uh, I Google it. It's because of Isaac Newton is the one that discovered it. Um, it looks like an oil, uh, like oil and water, somewhat on the plastic over a card. Um, anyway, yes. So that's what it, it's your card underneath it. There's like I said, there's like a it looks like soap or something on it. You turn it and there's like a not a discoloration, but there's just kind of a, a weird uh, you know mark on side of it. That's in the plastic, not actually on the card. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I looked at it all and I said, well, that ain't right. And the problem, I mean, it was like the exact same era cards. It was like two cards from the same set. One was good, one was bad. And I you know contact PSA. They were pretty good the first time. You know, I said, hey, I got like 15 of these, 20 of these cards back, and like 10 of them are bad. And I, I said, you guys got to fix this. And they said, okay, we'll send them back. And I sent them. They sent them back fairly quickly. I mean, we're talking only a couple-week period. And I got them back, and they were still awful. Like, they, they didn't. I don't even know if they recracked them and tried. They, they didn't. I'll, they, just, I'll go out on a limb and say they held them and said, oh, man, send them back. So now I got him back, and I messaged my guy. My, my guy, uh, I believe his name was Juan. Um, he said, hey. Uh, That's you know, usually the guy. Yeah. If you're ever looking for a guy who's running to Juan, you want to keep that I've guy. got the emails to verify, but I'm pretty sure that's who it was. And, and he said, well, uh, I, it's no longer in my department. So they, they shimmied around, kicked me around to the next department. I got a promotion. Yeah. So then I, I got another lady in the email saying, well, you know, there isn't really much we can do. And I'm like, well, what do you mean there isn't much? I, I paid to have this done, and the quality on this is, is poor. Well, that's just a, you know, something that happens. I'm like, well, then why did it happen with these cards, but not with my other cards? Like, uh, come was, on now here. And then my first rodeo. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not just, you know. So we're in the process now of, of sending back the cards for the second time because I'm itching to get these cards back. I mean, I got my Pele's, my, my Zico's, my... Uh, uh, Diego hand of God card. I got all these things that uh, I've had my hand of God a few times too. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, the people of Washington are still talking about it. Um, 
I, I'm just still trying to get all of my stuff in order so that I can make the D-Roy kind of money. Can I ask you a question? Come World, World Cup time. Of course you can ask so me a question. So World Cup's coming up. You need these cards. And they're not for your personal collection. Oh, no. So I, I get that you want them to have quality and quantity or, or whatever quality, but I don't mean this to come off like, because I get that you want the end result user to get what they want and have it be a good experience and all that. But if you're not keeping them for your personal collection and they're not huge, like big, I mean, why don't you just list them, sell them, and then it's, uh, I hate to be this guy, but it's somebody else's problem at that point. Well, here's the problem, D-Roy. Uh, I'm, I'm a firm uh, customer service kind of guy, and I like to avoid issues before they happen. Because I know what's going to happen. I'm going to say this card, and I'm going to get the information. And even if I say it has a small Newton ring. Which I wouldn't say. Well, well but what I'm saying is the value is going gotcha. to go down. Gotcha. And then the problem is, is when the dude gets it, he's going to say, hey, there's a problem with this. You, you say, know? here's my boy Juan over at PSA. He'll take good care of you. Yeah. Tell him I referred you. Uh, thanks for the purchase. Yeah, but I, I, I like to be, um, you know, proactive. I, I'm a... I don't like to react to problems. I like to prevent problems. So that's why. I, I just get in other people's businesses from time to time, and that's one. I do got one thing I'm not sure you know the, uh, the story about that I want to bring up before we get into the other story. Right, well, we'll share. So PSAs can get those back to you, hopefully, in time for the World Cup. Yeah, I think, I think I'll probably get them back in the next couple also of weeks. Also in PSA news, they they got a new building in New Jersey. You oh, see boy. this come through? I, I heard that so, uh, they're, they're doubling their capacity. So they're getting more capacity. Hopefully that means more people grading, uh, means faster turnaround times. And I'm hoping that means that prices come down. For me to be comfortable sending in bulk... I want them to come down to that $25, $30 range for the economy. I don't care if it takes a year. Uh, I was going through a bunch of cards yesterday, and I have a ton sitting there. But at $50 a whack, it doesn't leave a whole, a whole lot of meat on the bone for a lot of them. I mean, if you have certain cards, I know if you're selling for, you know, a couple thousand here and there. But when you're talking... Tens of hundreds of dollars. When you're talking hundreds of dollars, and it's 50 to get it there, you insure it, you get it back, plus all the shipping costs, selling costs, uh, seller fees... There's not a whole lot there, but they are cards that I think should be graded. So I think if I can get them down to that $25, $30 range, I'll feel a lot more comfortable. Uh, I do have my CS, uh, CSG, and I got a different stack for what's going there. They're more about $12.50, $12 depending on how many you do to get over there and get graded. They're a lot tougher grader, which is kind of good and bad, but I won't get it. That's a whole other day, a whole other story. But they are starting to take off on the wrestling a little bit uh, just because they're more affordable. But going into wrestling cards, we had our friend uh, who we talk about, third third member of the show that doesn't even have to be here for most of the recordings, our buddy Michael, Michael Painter, who thought he was on Macari the other day, and he had this uh, Hulk Hogan rookie card that he swooped in on. Oh, please tell me he got it back. He got this card the other day. It was $100 for the Hulk Hogan rookie card, and if uh, you've listened to some of our other shows and stuff, you know he's made thousands of dollars on these cards. He's pretty... You know, he's, he's, I'd say he's an expert in that in that card, knowing what it should and shouldn't be. And a guy only had one picture of it, and he wasn't returning any messages. But that's one of those things where you have to strike fast. If it is real, there's a lot of if it is there's real. a lot there's a lot of fakes out there. But usually on the fakes, they'll put RP for reprint, or they'll put somewhere that it's fake. He tried contacting the guy, and the guy didn't ever say anything until he'd already mailed it off and said, "No, it's real. I got it from the state cell or something like that." Red flag. But he'd already paid the money, and it's coming there, so I, I just gave him my uh, my two cents was like, on the car, if you say you got something and admit that you got it, you're stuck with it. So I said, don't accept that you've got it until you've opened it up and verified it. 
Uh, there is a return way to do returns on Macari, but it's a lot more complicated. It's not as easy as eBay, and you can get stuck with stuff, as I've got stuck with fake autographs that we bought at one point off there uh, that, you know, turned into a nightmare. I had to go... I, I, sometimes I have to go, like, triple level over my head. <laughs> nuke. I have to find the guy with the nuke codes, and, and uh, sometimes you get your satisfaction, sometimes you don't. Easy. Those might be in use this week. Yeah, it's kind of getting a little, <laughs> little more uh, iffy out there. But uh, So anyway... Macari's not, it's a good place to source, but it's not always the most, like Adam said, customer-friendly, how he likes to be with people. Kind of questionable. Quite questionable. Uh, they don't really make you authenticate everything. It's a little more swap meat or uh, <laughs> or something than where eBay's a little more, they try to regulate that stuff because they probably could be sued for, I don't know, if you're selling fake handbags and, and what, not marking that as a reprint. So anyways, he gets the card, uh, I think it was yesterday, yesterday or the day before, and and sure enough, it's obviously it's obviously a fake card, and uh, so he's sending it back or, or whatever going through that process. And I should have stayed away, but the guy had told him that it was real, and so I messaged the guy and said, "Hey, I hear you're selling the sell the fake card, and uh, just so you know, that's not very good for your reputation. Like you, you claimed it was real." Yeah, I, I, you, I think the guy knew. You, of course he knew. The guy knew, and I'm just like, dude, you're not fooling anybody. And like, Because I know he's going to get back, and he's just going to put it right back up for sale and not say that it's fake. Of course. So I just put, that's not very good for your reputation. And so the guy sends me a, you know, a paragraph about, you know, who the F are you? Oh, yeah. He went, he went full, oh. full, you know, you know, few four-letter words, few uh, innuendos, few this and that. Then he did another paragraph where he said, you know, he's going to have his lawyer contact me for slander and all this and that. And who do I hear this from? So I went to send back, uh, have your lawyer and attorney contact me at his earliest convenience, you know, because that's kind of guy I am. And he'd already blocked me, so I couldn't communicate with him. But blocked! He's blocked! I thought, I thought if you're going to go full zero to a hundred and not just say I made a mistake or I don't know what you're talking about to... to uh, Thrown out, thrown out the the uh, FUs and the I'm gonna sue you and, and this and that. It shows kind of your character. And if you ever get put in that spot where somebody contacts you and you're upset with them, good customer service tip for online sellers. I know we deal with a lot of stuff. I deal with people that want to know where their M and M's are that I sent them a week ago. Like you don't go full uh, full red red uh, behind. I'll just say we try to keep it friendly, family friendly. Yes. Even though you might be upset, you don't start f bombing people and that kind of thing. It's just. Uh, I don't know why I have to say that, but in this day and age, I think we have to say that. If you're new to selling online, not a good luck. Um, yeah, I mean, that That being said, um, not customer service, but maybe dealing with some, some questionable items. Um, going back in the archives, I had a really interesting one. First thing you do is you document everything. Like, everything you do is, is in a message, okay? Don't contact anybody outside of, of uh, you know, eBay or different things like that. Whatever platform you're using. Yeah, whatever, you know. But I will say there are some uh, extremely intelligent people on their um, marketing abilities. And what I mean by that is we all, you know, the platform, platforms are extremely large. They get a lot of eyeballs. But they, they don't call it FeeBay for nothing. Like, they have to get their cut. And I totally understand it. But once you've kind of made that relationship with somebody who... You know, they like what you sell. You you know that. When you send your things out, that's when you place your um, marketing um, information um, so that, you know, if you're selling on your own website, then people can go to your website, and that's kind of where um, they'll go in the, in the future. And that being said, then you have a lot less in fees to pay. Um, I had somebody that they had a stamp. 
for their website, and they stamp the outside of the envelope. And I'm like, man, that's that's a pretty good idea. I've had other people place things inside of the packages, but I'm like, well, that, that's that's a pretty good straightforward idea. Yeah, it's not a bad idea, especially if you're dealing with with cards or collectibles or something that people are going to go back and buy. It's not just a one-off item. Yeah, you know, it's a continual thing. So that was always interesting to me. But going back to my, um, I don't know, I, a couple of years ago, I think it, I think it was when the 49ers were in the Super Bowl. So whenever that was, it, it's been a while. We've been doing the show. Everybody asked why we didn't have the three-year anniversary, but, you know, we just... We just didn't. We, we, we look over things. I, I, maybe we'll hit the five-year. You know, you kind of get to that point in a relationship to where, you know. He doesn't take me out to movies anymore. <laughs> I come home after a hard day's work, and he just wants a cold one and a, and a hot meal. And I, I try to be a good co-host. But did, did, did you bring me anything today? I mean, I know you were working early this morning, and there may or may not have been some uh, other, um, you know, relationship going on this morning. And I heard you took care of him a lot better than you take care of me. Well, he edits and does different things for me. I have to keep him happy. Yeah, that's that's true. So, uh, no, well, without him, there's no show. I think I could pull this together without you. It'd be a lot harder. Without without him on that other show, it it would not work. I'll yeah. just say that much. Yeah, that, that, that's true. Um, so back when the 49ers, that you know, we'll we'll do a five year anniversary. When we get to that point, we'll do a five year anniversary show. And, and by that time, we'll we'll go out and give our golden tickets fulfilled yeah. and go go actually to the thrift stores. Hopefully, uh, COVID and World Wars are ended by that time, and we can just go about our, go back to. Uh, Normal. Normal. The normal. Normal. Yeah. yeah, normal. Maybe we need so. to get on this new normal, Adam. We'll I, just suit up and go do stuff. I hope so. So uh, I had a, a pullover San Francisco 49er jacket that I that I'd sold. It was actually one that I wore in high school. I, I kept it, and I, I sold it for a little over a hundy spot. Anyways, I sold it to this guy, and uh, he messaged me once. No, I don't think he messaged me. He didn't even message me on it. He never messaged me on eBay. I get a letter. I get a, a kindly worded letter mailed to the P.O. box because I don't use my address because of this purpose and this purpose uh, mainly. Um, mailed to the P.O. box. I, I went and picked it up and it says, hey, uh, you know, this jacket doesn't fit. Can I, I, I want a refund. I said, oh, that's great. Sure, whatever. But you responded to him on message. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, you I didn't was, write back the, the no, letter to him. No, no, I did not. I you did, did not, it the right way. I, I responded to him back on, on eBay, and I said, hey, I, just so you know, I received your correspondence, your letter, um, to kind of let eBay know what was going on. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to you know give you a refund, go through the proper channels on eBay. About another you know month goes by, month and a half, and I got a, a, a little more curt letter. Um, saying, "Hey, I want my money back." You know, I. You know, I've got a few more words in front of my money. Yeah, well, the second one's a little. It was a little better. It, it was, you know, it was kind of like it went from like a a, a a rated G to maybe like a questionable PG PG thirteen letter, and then, all hand wrote. Yeah, all hand wrote, and, and and it's sincerely a regards, Phil in Chicago, um, and then a couple months later, I got a really nasty letter. Like really nasty letter, like uh, um, uh, you know, some things asking me to may or may not have relations with myself. Things that were uh, physically impossible oh, for you to do. Yes, um, you know, I usually get stuck around the shoulder, but um, it, it was a difficult. I was like, man, I was kind of taken back by this, and uh, I was like, man, this guy's really ticked. And uh, he he sent me back the jacket, like he put it in a box. Oh, so you have opened it? Oh, last we heard, you no, had not opened no. the box. Well, he sent it back, and he told me what it was. I have not opened the box. Still, I still have the box. 
Uh, but he never messaged me on, on eBay, ever, ever, ever. So <clears throat> I continue to message on eBay, and he says, I received the package that you sent. I'm more than happy to refund you, but I am not sending you a $100 bill in the mail. Never heard back from the guy ever again. Oh, yeah, because you send the $100 bill in the mail. If you don't go through the proper channels, he's just going to claim he never got it anyway. Yeah. And you're out the $100, and he's still sending these threatening messages. And I will say this. He never put a bad rating on my uh, account because I went through the proper channels, and he did it. So, d I think that was my lesson, why I don't want to send off people with cards with Newton rings. I don't want to receive letters in the mail um, asking me to, to physically do the impossible. Going, going from, uh, hey, I didn't get this, I don't like it, to things that like creative writing classes. Uh, yeah. You know, but but to the point that it might be serial killer-esque. It was getting pretty... He was getting pretty oh, uh, graphic. Yeah, there, there were some uh, some questionable things in there. So that's why, uh, again, I like to uh, prevent the, the, the bad um, versus react to something that happened. And, and that's great for new sellers to know uh, if you're if you're getting into this or, you know, trying to crack that, uh, I don't know, scratch that itch, whatever you're doing, you're going to run into some people that aren't going to be happy. And there's a way to go about it. You know, there's, there's uh, windows of if you accept returns, 30-day, 90-day, uh, or no returns, depending on what you decide to go with. That's a personal choice for you running your business. There's uh, pros and cons of going each route. Uh, but if they do um, want a return, there's a way to open it up in eBay. Uh, there's, you know, whether or not you're paying for shipping your land, that gets established. And then you send it back, and if it comes back and it's in good repair, you give them their money back. If it's not, there's also ways that you can go down and, and give them partial credit. Uh, but you can't just send something in a box and tell me, where's my $100? <laughs> that just doesn't work. Uh, and they want you to send them cash. That's a big red flag. Uh, you know, and, and we, we talk about it and we hear Feebay a lot. I've been talking about this this new app that we've been using to source some things. Uh, the, the WhatsApp, I always say WhatsApp, but it's... Uh, that's a different one. Yeah, that's a different one. It's... Uh, What's not. What, what, what not. I don't know why I always say WhatsApp, because it's an app, but what not. I was... Uh, hearing different sellers and things over there. And it's a good thing if you're trying to move stuff fast. A lot of these people have a lot of stuff and they're just trying to get their collectibles and stuff uh, through. And people are looking for somewhat of a discount because I think a lot of people are flippers or getting it for personal uh, connect collections. Yeah, so so if you're not familiar with it, really cool, fun place. Um, again, it's called What Not. What Not. You can spend a lot of time and a lot of money. And what it is is it's essentially it's it's a live auction. Like guys are on there, people are on there. Um, and they have uh, different items that they sell, and you can bid right there. And what it is is you you connect your credit card, you bid. It's all it's the price plus shipping, which is three fifty or depending on the item. But it's very very simple, very very straightforward. And some of them are are an extremely short time period. So yeah, that's what that's what it like is. 30, 30 seconds or less. Hey, can I get a five? Can I get a ten? Ten? Can I get eleven? Eleven? Twelve? That's what 15, they should do. 15, some people are a lot. 25. Some people are a lot more showmans, and some people just kind of sit there and like, "Here's my stuff," and you hear Radiohead playing in the back. Oh jeez. They want twenty dollars for it, and you're just like, "That's what the last one went on eBay." I've heard people saying that. Yeah. And they don't sell. You don't get your eBay prices because on eBay, you know, you can put up there for three years. I'm waiting for the right person to come that will pay that price. On uh, whatnot, you got 30 seconds, and you're hoping that somebody wants it. You're hoping a bidding war happens, but you're hoping that one person that wants it is in the room at that point. So, uh, anyway, their seller fees, as I've, as I've heard and learned, is 11% off the top. Okay. Which isn't horrible, isn't great, but when you talk about it's, eBay. It's the same. And the, the shipping, 
so it's like three seventy five or whatever for your first item. If you stay in that room and buy more stuff from that seller, it's a dollar an item regardless. Okay. So uh, one strategy and one thing that gets me and uh, friends in trouble is we'll be in our, our groups. And once you've made the first purchase, it makes sense to just stick around there for a couple hours and see what else you can get because you get um, for a dollar you get cheaper shipping for the more you buy. It's kind of like you know if you go back in the world, infomercials used to really be the only place you could buy things. It's like that Ron Popel, you know, selling his magic mixers and but wait, there's more and and that's what these guys in these room do. And Derek and Payne are just they are just vultures there. They just sit there and say, oh oh, what can I get next? Ooh ooh. We made some friends over there. The problem is there's this guy last night and we're sitting there. And he's like, he's got this uh, Brock Lesnar rookie card that's already rated, and there's like 11 people in the room. So we're like, okay, me and Painter are going to clean house. He had a, a Cena rated card, graded <laughs> card, and all this. We're like, man, we're, we're going to swoop through. So he puts up the, the Lesnar card, and he's like, yeah, like $275 opening bid or something like that. And we're like, oh, that's not going to happen. You know, and then he puts up the Cena and wants like 500 which you put those kind of things on eBay if you're going for those prices. A lot of the, the nice thing about a lot of these start at $1. Yeah. And, you know, they shoot up and, you know, you're hoping that people, because you don't have time to really research it. So it's almost like a Instagram Live meets eBay, but you're hoping that the motion as a seller that there's two or three people that want it and they're just going to dollar themselves up and you're going to make a decent, probably uh, more you're than, what, you, you're get more than what you would have got off it on eBay. Because, yeah. you know, if somebody's like, oh, there's 20 of those, I can get them for $3. But if you can sell one for $10 because three people want it, that's the idea. So that's how, I don't know. But it's kind of it's fun, and we've, I've been able to get. I got a, a Derek Jeter rookie card. I sent a picture over you the did. other day. Uh, I got that for like under twenty dollars. I mean, there's there's deals to be had, but you gotta be careful. As as uh, you know, we, we age out. Um, Derek, aren't you almost there? You're almost a man. I'm getting close to becoming a man. Get, getting close to being a man. He's almost forty. Uh, it, it's like you know, it kind of like you're a teenager. It's like a Saturday night. You're kind of over at your buddy's house. Hanging out, you know, eating pizza, drinking root beer. Except now you're like by yourself, you know, on the phone, but you're talking to each other. Oh yeah, it brings back kind of that that fun nostalgia. So. It, it's fun, and you got your friends, and you see oh, somebody yeah. kind of in the room, and you kind of give them a hard time. The good thing is, like, I don't know, we have a lot of the same people in the same groups that we go to because we're after the same things. But I don't know that they know that me and Painter actually are friends and know each other. So if I come in the room first, or he comes in the room first, it's like, well, get the wallets out. Here comes the big spender. <laughs> And, like, you know, we kind of go back and forth, almost like we don't like each other, to yeah. the point that might make some people uncomfortable. <laughs> Kayfabe. They're like, way to go. That was going to be for my grandma, and you just swiped it out from under me, or stuff like that, you know. And But there's a shout-out to King Lewis, if he ever hears this, or the WNBA baller, uh, big in the wrestling community for some reason. And uh, someday... We ought to connect with the W. I, I got more WNBA I know, you know, I know graded cards than anybody else in the well, country. We need to get with this guy, but... Uh, I think, I, I don't know if you have to commit to a certain amount of shows. I would like to do... We ought to do one. I'd like to do a whatnot show. We got plenty of things to sell. We, we need to get the studio done. Uh, and uh, I think we get me, you, and Painter on like a Friday, Saturday afternoon, Friday, oh, Friday can, night. Can we get root beer and pizza? We'll have root beer. We won't have pizza because people don't want you smudging up their cards. Okay, and plus, you, we don't have enough pills in the room to, you know... That's true. Confined a, lot space lactate, a lot of lactate needed. But I think we could... Uh, Get a drumming up big enough audience. I think if we were to talk, oh yeah, we could sell these cars. I think yeah. we could do well. Well, I'd like to give it a try. We, we need to put that on the list. So, D-Roy, we're coming to that point. We want to get derailed. Um, we got some some major announcements here. 
if, if those of you don't know, go back and listen to a couple episodes. Derek's car got hit on the side of the road. Uh, it was kind of difficult, but now, dare I say, uh, Derek, what's your what's your percentage of ownership in this company? Because apparently you were making some phone calls, and uh, I, I think they bowed down to you and, and, and gave you everything you asked for. I did pretty well. Or, or at least what your attorney asked for. Well, when you represent yourself, it's all right. I'm about like you at that seafood restaurant in San Francisco or wherever we were, L.A., where were we, Pasadena? Yeah. And uh, you had to go demand your satisfaction a little bit. Sometimes it gets to that point. All right, we're going to sit back and, and hear the sweet, <laughs> sultry sounds of the new owner of his uh, insurance company. So Names have been changed to protect people that could sue me, but I think if you listen close enough, you can figure it out. Why don't you uh, swoop in, Big Falcon, and give us your word, amigo. Okay, so what happened, it go back, so my car got hit, I wasn't getting any satisfaction, I'll try to pick it up from there. It's going to be a little lengthier story, so if you want to skip around, I understand, I'll try to concise it, but I still have to tell the story. So last week, last we heard, I, I had no satisfaction, nothing was getting done. Uh, this week I had to go to work, my wife has to work, um, she's lucky enough to be able to work from home, we got one vehicle. So, funny thing is, we had one car that had to go to the shop, uh, the part was about six weeks out. So we had two cars, or no, so we went and bought a car. Yes. And so we had two cars, and uh, then this car got hit, and so we're down to one car again, so we went from three to two to one, and uh, luckily it wasn't the new car sitting, because we had been parking the new car in front of the house, uh, just because we had got the, the clicker button for the garage put over in the right car and that kind of thing. So lucky enough, my wife brought home some distilled water, which is a bolo, hard to get, that we need some distilled water for our uh, different devices and things. And so we parked it in the garage because there's a whole lot. So it could have been the new car, which would have had me a lot, lot more upset. Uh, so I'm getting the runaround from the insurance company. They're hanging up on stuff. Uh, so I scheduled an appointment to go to a branch of the friend insurance group, we'll call it, that was uh, located uh, in, in Provo. So after work, I drove over. Uh, well, I talked to him the night before when we were leaving the podcast. You're welcome. I was trying to show Adam how hard it was to get a hold of the friend insurance company and how they only spoke in Spanish. On their message, so I went to dial up, and a friend actually answered the phone. You're welcome. And so I ran out to the car, and I talked to him. And he's like, "Yeah, they're because they have, so they're owned by a bigger company, the the Eagle. Yeah, the Eagle, we'll call them. Swoop in. And so uh, they said, "Yeah, they're really hard to deal with. If you want to come in, we'll three way call." And I said, uh, "No, I'll just come in." They said, "If you want three way call after work, we'll yeah. just dial." And I said, "No, let's come into your office." So I went after work, had all my papers, everything in tow, had my police report. Had my uh, Kelly Blue Book value of what I thought my car was worth. Yeah. I was ready to do battle. And I thought, well, they're not going to close up their store and go home until I've got some satisfaction. I'll just sit there, fix it. So I get there, and he calls up the, the big insurance company that they are a sublet of or whatever. And they get put on hold forever, and then they hang up on him. Oh, boy. And uh, he calls them back. And sorry, our office hours are closed. Da-da-da-da-da. So they just waited him out till the end of the day and hung up on him. Okay. And he's like, I'm really sorry. I don't know what else to tell you. I'll, you know, I'll email all the stuff over. I'll get a hold of them. I'll let you know in the morning. And I'm kind of mad at this point, but I see, I can't just sit here all late. There's nothing this guy can do. He just got hung up on him, you know, treated badly. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going home and I'm getting, I'm getting a little worked up in my head. A little pee. It's, uh, it's, it's snowy. My wife's got red to go behind. to work. I'm getting the red behind. I'm like, this isn't going to go on for, like, this just isn't going to go on. So, I think to myself, well, I'm going to go on LinkedIn. I'm going to figure out who owns this uh, this SOB, and I'm going to, you know, get a hold of them. So I go on LinkedIn, and to message these people, it's a locked account, but I can see the CEO's name and a few different people. 
But to message them, you have to know them. And so to send him a message. Yeah. So I, I sent him a message, but it's like, how do you know me? And I was like, well, you know, I put a little concise thing of like, hey, I'm not getting any help here. My car has been hit almost a week ago. I just get in the runaround. Like, this got to be figured out. And I sent over a few of those. And I thought, that's not going to get the job done. So I got on the old dark web, as we call it. <laughs> went a little, went a little uh, rogue. And I found a place where I could find CEOs' contact information as a marketer. Oh, jeez. To reach out to the CEOs and network through uh, these big companies. <laughs> network, uh-huh. So I had to have a free trial. I got five free uh, things for signing up before I canceled. So I went ahead and found the CEO's information. And lo and behold, did it not have but his personal cell phone number on there. Oh, boy. So I, uh, I thought, well, we're going for it. And I, I wasn't crass, I wasn't rude, I wasn't vulgar, I wasn't threatening, but I was very stern and very professional. Curt. Very curt. And my wife was downstairs as I was doing this. I said, hey, just so you know, this is what I'm doing. So I called him up and I said, hey, this is Derek Everett. This is my phone number. This is the situation. My car was hit. I've been getting the runaround. I've talked to this guy at your group. And then I talked to his supervisor. I'm not getting any satisfaction. They're not calling back. They're hanging up on people. I went to this guy today. He got hung up on, I need a car, I need this figured out sooner than later, I need a rental, I need something figured out. And also, uh, it's snowing outside and the police need me to move this car that was hit in front of my house because uh, we have ordinances and things for plows to get down the road. Uh, so I don't know if I should give them this number to contact or who I need them to talk to yeah, so give, that we can get this done. Give, give the police his personal cell phone number. Yes. <laughs> uh, if you could reach me back, here's my, here's my number, and I hung up the phone. And I felt pretty good about myself. Oh, yeah. My wife said, I have to go upstairs. It just makes me uncomfortable. Like, I don't think she sees me. I'm not usually a really serious guy. I usually am pretty loosey-goosey. Happy Happy-go-lucky. Yeah, happy and I wasn't, like, mad or upset or yelling, but I was very curt. Yeah. I was very, uh, this needs, something has to happen here. So then I'm like, well, I got, I got a few more calls in me. I got a few more. So I went down and found the CFO. Oh, boy. I found, like, you know, the executive secretary, all this stuff. So... I went down, the CFO actually had a cell and a home number. So I called a cell phone number. I leave the same, and, and how I knew it was actually their number on the CEO, the first one, because I'm like, this might be calling nowhere. It actually said, you've reached the cell phone for, that person. and it says his name. So I'm like, oh, man. Oh, baby. How this worked. <laughs> and so uh, on the CFO, I, I left a message, and then I called the home number, and, um, and I called the home number, and it was his wife okay. on, the, on the voicemail saying this is the blank residence or whatever. And I said, yeah, I'm just uh, Derek Everett here. I left a message on your cell phone. I'm just calling to make sure um, you got the message. <laughs> I want you to reference it. I didn't go into full details, but just making sure it's been communicated that I, I need something fixed here. If you could go reference that call, I'd appreciate it. Uh, you know, I need a vehicle. It's snowing here. Kind of gave the same runaround, which I'm hoping his wife heard. Oh, put it on like the family home message machine that yes. they still have. That they still had because they got a lot of money and don't know what to do with it. Yeah. And so I went down the list and then I went upstairs and I'm like, well, I feel pretty good about myself. If nothing else, they know they're going to get a call every day until this gets resolved. Yeah, you've tried. I've tried and it's more than anyone was willing to do with me. Uh, it's more than any agents were willing to do. So I looked down probably about 20 minutes later, and I had a missed call, a voicemail, and it was like from the CEO's secretary saying, oh boy. hey, here's my number. Uh, you can call me as early as 7.30 Central Time in the morning. We're going to get this figured out for you. Uh, sorry for your inconvenience, whatever. And so that's 6.30 our time. So the next day I'm at work, and I get everything ready, and I get to where I can call right on the dot, 6.30 
I call over to this lady and I said, hey, this is Derek Everett. And she goes, I had a feeling that you'd be calling right on time. <laughs> and I said, here's a situation like your customer service is horrible, all this. I'm not here to fix the will. I'm not here to fix your company. I just need something taken care of. Just need a rental car. And she says, well, do you have, uh, I said, you got the police report. You got pictures. You got everything that you've asked for. The agents are giving us the runaround. They're hanging up. Like, these are the people I've talked to. If you want to go talk to them, I don't care. I just need this resolved. And she goes, we'll have this fixed within an hour. Okay. So about an hour goes by, I get a call from another guy that says, hey, I'm the guy that's over the claims. Uh, we'll give you X amount for your car, which was about 2000 more than I was expecting. Oh, boy. If you want to buy it back, um, it'll cost this much. Some people like to fix them up and do whatever. Yeah. And uh, if you want to do that, we can go that route. Since you didn't get a rental car, we'll give you a little siphon unless you want it. And at this point, I'm like, we figured things out somewhat. Like, yeah. we're going to make it work. So gave a, a few hundred dollars that should have been for a rental car that they didn't. Send that check off. Send them a picture of the title show. There's no liens on it. Send them that check off. My buddy who helps me out with the Priuses and stuff, I contacted him to see if it could be fixed or whatever. He said it probably wasn't really good to repair because it's a 2004 with 300,000 miles on it. You know, it's, it's done its due diligence. Yeah. But he said, how much are they selling it back to you for? And I said, no, this is how much. And he said, I'll pay that. I'll come tow it away if I can just use it for parts. And homeboy's helped me out tremendously. Oh, so I'm like, he's done you good. He's done me good. And I know he'll come get it. Yeah. And I'm not going to make several more calls. So I called back up the insurance guy just to clear it. I said, hey, I'll just, I'll just keep the car, uh, separate whatever that's going to be. And he says, okay, checks in the mail, which we'll see. Still haven't got it yet. <laughs> checks in the mail. But this was like two days ago. Okay. Like Thursday or Friday or whatever, or Thursday, and right now as we record Saturday, so uh, that's what it took to get to get to get the job done. So my buddy's gonna come pick up the car, uh, get it over, part it out, do whatever he does with it. He's paying me the difference, you know. So I'm not making any money really on that, but it's still helping a guy out is nice to you. You're, you're getting uh, your satisfaction, but in the in the end game, I got my satisfaction. It's really horrible that I had to go to a CEO and call and harass up that chain. It should have went that far. But once I actually did get a hold of them, it went pretty smooth and went how it should have went from the start. I think what happened is they said, let's get rid of this guy. They made me a more than fair offer, which I was prepared to go to battle on that. And uh, it turned out okay. Uh, all I know, Derek, is uh, sometimes in this world you have to get a little um, creative, a little detective-ish, and... I've pulled the same tactic. For those of you that uh, don't have a LinkedIn profile or are, you know, there, there's a lot of uh, resources there. Uh, we're on LinkedIn. We've got the, the Death Piles and Taxes pod host on there, a um, couple other businesses that we both run. Um, that's the, the tactic that I use. Um, I, like I said, I'm an accountant. I do taxes. <clears throat> we deal very exclusively with Intuit, uh, soon to be the sole sponsor of the Intuit Dome the, the new home of the Los Angeles Clippers and, and why they spend, I don't know, $15 million Millions. to call it the, the, the Intuit Dome instead of hiring more people for customer services beyond me. but it, Maybe it, we'll get an IRS arena here soon. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, or, or, anyways. Um, <laughs> A lot of places could use some customer service. Yes. Um, if I have a real problem, if I can't get some customer service, I go on to Sasan Gadari. He's the CEO of the company. I go right onto his LinkedIn page and right in there he says, hey, uh, this is what's going on with me. I would really like for you to uh, address this issue because I've gone through all of the, the proper channels. 
And these guys, not, not I don't know if all of them do their own, but you know, it doesn't look good on, on the business world when you got customers telling you that there's problems with your product. So normally, I, I get the same thing. I usually get a call within uh, you know 24 hours of uh, this is the office of the president. Um, we received a message. We need to call you. So that's usually what I do. And they, and they said that's the hard part is not that people don't don't care. Um, I think that you know most people are good. They're, most people are good. Majority. But but you're always going to have a, a bad apple or a problem. And if if you're in the right, okay. And if there's questions and you're not getting um, satisfaction, if you're not having your problem resolved, go those alternative routes. Um, go do it because it's you know well within your right. The problem is is we don't have face to face interactions anymore. You know it's just like you going to the, the grocery store and buying bad milk and all these things and you come home and like, this is bad. You go back and, and you say, this is the problem. And 99% of the time, somebody will fix it. But if they don't have to, or if, you know, their job is told, uh, don't return things like Costco, for instance, they got a great return policy. I mean, I've seen them take half eaten bags of grapes. I mean, Christmas trees that are missing everything. No questions of half eaten chickens. Well, this wasn't very good. You know, they just take it back because they know the percentages and don't let returns like detour you. I mean, I had, I think three returns in all of the years I've been doing eBay. So they happen yeah, don't let, don't let bad um, customer service or, or, or things detour you from, you know, being in the game and then also taking care of yourself that you right. And that's the thing when we come back to customer service and once again, I had a hard time earlier about the Newton rings and stuff is you want to treat people how you want to be treated uh, and how, you know, if you're getting the runaround stuff, you don't want to do that to the same people or your customers. Uh, that is a good thing with the, with the LinkedIn. Here's, here's a hot take, a, a good note to have in the back pocket. You don't want to go with scorched earth from the front. You always want to present yourself professionally, uh, go the, the standard route, but if that's not getting things taken care of, sometimes you got to, jump the line a little bit or you got to rattle the cage or, or stuff because your, your time's valuable. You got things that have to be accomplished and you have to live your life as well. Every, uh, every publicly traded company has to disclose CEO's contact information. Yeah. So, uh, even if you're dealing with eBay, you can get hold of the CEO of eBay. If you just Google, uh, to get that personal, uh, office information and you don't always get like a home address and home phone number, but you'll get, uh, office ways to contact and emails, so don't be afraid if you're dealing with bigger companies and you're just getting that run around on a, on a loop somewhere to look up, uh, whether it's on LinkedIn or just Google, you know, uh, corporate CEO, find the name, find information, reach out to those people and say, hey, I've been dealing with this company and this is what's happening. Don't embellish, tell the truth, uh, tell why it's frustrating to you or whatever. And a lot of times that's the way to go and for whatever reason that works. So. Yeah, and, and last time I tried it, I was having some problems with uh, the IRS. They sent a couple curt letters to, uh, I think it was 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Uh, I still haven't heard anything back from uh, that, 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 I think they call it the White House. Still waiting on that You're one. Still waiting for your signed uh, 8x10 <laughs> with, a, with your, red, your red hat to come back or what? No, no, I was waiting for the one from Uncle Joey. That's, oh, I always said been a while. I didn't know. No, what's, you know, been a year and a half. I mean, yeah, my I, boy Brock was always good to get back with me. I'm just waiting for those those buttons to get pushed. And uh, I, on, on a serious note, <laughs> you know, we like to do that um, for those of our listeners that because we do, we've got listeners all over the world. Uh, we've got you in our thoughts and prayers. I mean, crazy stuff is happening. Uh, we have, like I said, listeners over in in uh, you know in the in the Russia Ukraine area. Um, I don't know. It, it is really a crazy world, and uh, 
we we never want anything to uh, happen or begrudge for what other people are fighting about. There's always innocent people, and uh, especially those uh, men and women that are now going over there to fight a fight for who knows what. Um, we we want the them to be safe. Uh, we don't want anybody to to get in harm's way. So uh, we just want to sell stuff on the internet to all of y'all. We do, and I didn't mean to get serious on that, but I thought about that the other night. Um, so stay safe. Um, be kind to each other and uh, enjoy finding those little treasures there, D-Roy, because that being said, there are two things in life that are for certain, buddy. Those would be death piles and taxes. Star review, but if not, be fair. Uh, at least a four. <laughs> we know you're listening. Like I said, we see the numbers. We're all over the world. Like I said, it's just we see it. We appreciate everyone listening. Help us get a little higher up there. Help us uh, get more new help listeners. The algorithms, people can help find us out, and it really does help. So if you can go to Apple iTunes, that's where a lot of you are already listening, or, or wherever you're listening. Spotify, Apple, you know, all of these different things. They're all out. Wherever you listen, give us a, you don't even have to write a review, just give us five stars. If you want to give us a review, that's cool too. We appreciate it, and keep listening. Thanks for listening.